Hey, welcome to the Living Box Free Podcast. I'm Ashleen Seitz. And I'm Becky Ford. And this podcast is brought to you by our coaching and consulting company, On The Rise Group. And we are here to talk about personal and professional growth. Yeah, if you enjoy this episode, don't forget to subscribe and share. And let's dive into this week's topic. Welcome back to Living Box Free. I'm Ashleen Seitz. Today, we are going to talk about the obstacle of consistency. Man, it's an obstacle. It gets challenging. No? No? no yes. Thoughts? Oh, yeah. sorry. Oh, yes. it's okay. Yeah, Just I did tell you notes. that I was going <laughs> to... Reviewing my notes. <laughs> awesome. Love it. Uh, well, here with me today is my friend, Lauren Wagner. I'm excited to talk about consistency with her. Um, she's someone that I've been in the daily trenches of consistency mm. with. We kind of go back and forth of challenging each other and trying to keep each other accountable. So excited to talk about that. But first, Lauren, what's on the rise for you this week? Oh, man, I had so many things I had to ask. Was it just this week? All right. Um, just this week. Not the first time listener, first time uh, guest here. First time caller. <laughs> yeah, first time caller. Long time listener. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess for this week, it would be owning a home in the spring. Ooh. I have lived in a house in the spring, but it was not my own. So I didn't have to do many things. I'm glad you've lived in a house in the spring. <laughs> yes, thank you. Sounds <laughs> like an old jazz tune. <laughs> have you lived in a house in the spring? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, this is so, going to go well, I can tell already. <laughs> so I'm beginning to see all the things that are popping up and um, having to mow the grass, mm-hmm. which has been very entertaining with an electric lawnmower and a very long cord. Sure. Um, I trimmed some hedges, wow. bushes. Bushes, hedges, whatever. long thorns. Oh. So basically just adult yard work. Sounds dicey. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. Fairly recent homeowner. Proud mm-hmm. of you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I forgot to think about what is on the rise for me this week. So I'm going to go with. That is so helpful. Thank you. I really appreciate (laughs) your encouragement and just the positive presence you bring to my life. You're so welcome. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's been one of those weird weather weeks where you're going AC to heat to Mm. AC to heat. So I would say I broke out the shorts this week. That is, I did do that. Early in the week, it was shorts weather, and uh, we had sort of a friendly competition going on at the gym of whose legs were whiter. Uh, don't worry, I won by a lot. <laughs> I'm a winner. <laughs> Yay. So, yeah, broke, breaking out the shorts, but I'd also tried to get a little bit of sun, but, you know, I don't really tan. I just basically just burn, mm-hmm. so it's always a little a little bit of a challenge. Yeah. that's okay. My legs are not shorts ready. No. Most of the year, but you know, especially yeah. right now. Well, so. yeah, it just it just is what it is. You yeah. gotta just go for it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Lauren, tell us a little bit about you before we dive into our topic today. Um, well, my name is Lauren. <laughs> if you weren't Good listening, job. um, I am a special education teacher. I have been teaching in Indianapolis, um, downtown for this is my eleventh year. Makes me wow. feel makes me feel old. You are I, old. I am young. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm in the prime of my life. <laughs> um, I do CrossFit. Uh-huh. Uh, I have not typically been an athletic person in my life. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, so that's very fun. Um, I am originally from Lafayette, which is a different city from West Lafayette. 
in case anyone was curious about that. I did not know that. I also did not know that until I was in high school. Oh, and I am from Lafayette. So, okay. Um, yes. Uh, I was very happy to move to Wait, a are they like city. right next to each other? They are. Okay. So they are like part of the same area. Just yes. Okay. There's... I thought you were telling me like <laughs> you thought you grew up in West Lafayette, which was like on one side of the state. And then you actually grew up in Lafayette, which was on the other side of the state. No. Okay. They're separated by a bridge. No, wait, hold on. They're separated by a river. <laughs> which this you have to fascinating <laughs> and you have to drive on a bridge to get over the river yeah mm-hmm. um west lafayette is the home of purdue boiler up uh i also went there in case any of my friends didn't know <laughs> i went to purdue okay you just need to tell that story um so we have a couple other people at our gym that also went to purdue mm-hmm. uh my good friend becky um was going to visit there with a potential she teacher. did not go there she yes she was just gonna go visit there Yes, with a potential boiler. She was going to check out the campus. And she, in front of me, <laughs> to our other friends, said, hey, could you recommend some good places to go check out on campus since you went to Purdue? And I just <laughs> proceeded to stare at her blankly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure, because I didn't also go there. In it's fine. fairness, <laughs> In fairness, you don't wear as much Purdue stuff as most people who mm. went to Purdue do. Mm. Like, I feel like people who went to Purdue, it's like a, it's a statement mm-hmm. on their identity. And you, it doesn't feel that way about you. And I'm, I'm honestly grateful for that. Oh, so. Okay. Well, thank you. Just so you know. Don't go look in my closet. Oh. At the two tubs of t-shirts oh, that goodness. I have. <laughs> no, I'm not saying you never wear it. It's just like as consistent as people who went to a different sure. university. Yeah, sure. You know? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. It was a phase. I'm over it. It was a phase. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else you need to share about yourself or you feel you feel like they know you? Um, I'm the funniest person I know besides Ashleen. Wow. Yeah. You are pretty funny. Yeah. Those are some big shoes to fill. But but now that you say that, like you have to be funny on the podcast. Oh, crap. You just you really <laughs> set the bar very high. OK, scratch that. Edit that out. <laughs> All right. Let's just jump in and talk about consistency. I we were talking about topics and this just felt like a good one for you and me because we have gone back and forth so many times of like me saying, okay, I'm going to do this thing. Do you want to do it with me? I'm going to try to be consistent. Or you saying, I'm going to do this, hold me to it. Or Mm -hmm. me saying, yeah, I need your encouragement. And then me still not doing it, AKA (laughs) writing. (laughs) Lauren has been the most consistent person to check in on me on things. And I'm really impressed by that. So thank you for that oh, over over the years. How long have we been friends? Four years? Five years now? Five years-ish? I guess it depends on when you uh, define, like, okay, we've declaring known the relationship. We've, no- <laughs> we've known each other for five years? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, over the last five years, I feel like there's been a lot of going back and forth of communicating goals and figuring out new goals and encouraging each other. And, yeah, as I was doing some research for this, it's it's really important to have consistency for a couple of reasons. And some of the reasons I found in articles and then other reasons just like I have experienced from my own life. And you can back me up on this, Lauren, or what come up with your own reasons or whatever. But um, I'm, mo- momentum is one of the things that if you build up momentum, it's harder to stop. Like mm. I know we are not actually an object in motion, but to a certain extent we are. That physics lesson where an, an object mm. in motion tends to stay in motion. I mean, I even say it like 
oh, if I sit down, I'm going to stop. And so to stay standing and just keep working on something will keep me going. And it's the same way if I've done something for five days in a row, I'm more likely to keep going than I am to stop. Mm -hmm. Um, some of the, some of the really good apps out there, they're like, they give you streaks and things like that where Mm. you really don't want to stop. So I, yesterday, for whatever reason, I did not want to do any of my things that I do every day. I do Spanish Mm. every day. I do mobility every day. I read my Bible every day. I pray for certain people every day. It's just some of you. Some of you I don't. (laughs) Some of you are lost causes. I'm just kidding. I can only pray for so many people, okay? So I yesterday I just didn't want to do it. But then there was this part of me that thought, I have a 965-day streak on Duolingo. Wow. Do I really want to just ditch it? No. No. For one day that I don't feel like it. No. I mean, there are many days I don't feel like it, but yesterday I really didn't Mm. feel like it. So that momentum, that consistency builds up and we don't want to break it. I think those are the the first two that come to mind. Any thoughts on from your end of like why consistency is important? Um, well, I just wanted to side note that if you ever forget what to pray for or like, you know, when people are saying, hey, can you pray for this for me? Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to pray out loud for whatever reason in front of a group of people, I always just say, and I throw the rest of it up to Jesus. <laughs> Anywho, because um, you can't remember whatever yes. said. I got it. <laughs> okay, and then a little and life then hack there. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that I also, especially now with doing yard work and mm-hmm. uh, labor around my new house. Oh, that was the other thing watering the lawn, but it rained yeah. yesterday. So oh. anyway, keep going. Um, I ha- I typically think or say. If I sit down and take a rest, I'm not going to get back up off the couch or when I get home from work or the gym, like as soon as my butt hits the couch, it's there till I crawl to my bed. So I think that's very, a very true statement. Um, You know, physics, it works. It it turns out it is relevant to everyday life. It is. It was my favorite science class. Not so much. (laughs) Algebra? No. (laughs) So uh, going back to our Living Box Free Roots here in Psychology Today article, they talk about this um, experiment that they did, research that they did, and basically they found that people who made a decision that had positive reinforcement in the beginning, they're more likely to make that decision again later or something like it. So um, the quote here is, essentially individuals are using the perceptions of their own past behavior to figure out their current attitudes, commitments, and identity. So this concept of like, I am the kind of person who does this and establishing that early on, and then you're more likely to do it again later. So I am the kind of person who goes to the gym. I am the kind of person that reads every night. I'm a reader and establishing that identity. And I do think that's something we've talked about on the podcast before, Mm -hmm. but that consistency of changing almost how you see yourself is actually plays a big part into the decisions you're going to make in the future. So if you want to be the kind of person who reads, you need to start making decisions to read mm-hmm. and telling yourself, I'm the kind of person who reads. Right. You can't like cast a spell right. Harry Potter style and just become that I overnight. Mean, I I guess you could try. Yeah. Let me know. know if it works. Yeah. Get back to us. <laughs> <laughs> I have two examples of this. Um, so the first, again, you know, not to talk about Becky, the whole podcast, geez. We do like her a lot, um, though. Uh, kind of. She's all right. She's um, all right. <laughs> um, so <laughs> something that happened, oh, probably a couple years ago, 
maybe during I don't or know after where you're going with quarantine. this, so I don't know how to help you. <laughs> Becky just said to me one day, Lauren, you just need to start saying yes to everything that I tell you to do. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a couple years ago. Yeah. yeah. And so I reluctantly said, okay. <laughs> because sometimes um, Becky is very optimistic and she thinks that people can do things, bless her, that we just maybe cannot yet. She's not the most realistic person I've ever met. <laughs> no, but sometimes I appreciate it. I'm like, yeah. wow, man, what you must think of me. Oh, absolutely. I've done things I never thought I would do because Becky said I could yeah. do it. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, this stemmed from the gym, ultimately, because she would say, oh, we're going to lift, you know, 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would be like, no, I can't do that. And she'd say, yes, you are. And then I would do it. And she'd be like, see, you just need to say yes it's to me. Remarkable. Yeah. So then this started trickling over into other facets of life. Um, turns out the say yes to Becky rule has really helped me. <laughs> it is a good rule to follow. So Great. if any of you out there. Can, can you share any of those other examples? Oh, man. I think probably... Um, when I was considering doing the 5k as a gift for all of us. Yeah. And I was like, "Eh, I don't know about this. She was like, yeah, you could do it. You can run a 5k. Yeah. Um, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Things that just making decisions that you might not necessarily make. Yeah. When I don't believe in myself. Yeah. She always does. She does. So nice. Um, and then the second example is, uh, I have just always said I am not a morning person. Mm. If you would still ask me today, I would tell you that. <laughs> um, a few times in my life, I've gone to early CrossFit classes, mainly uh-huh. because I would say, oh, I'm going for this person. And then I would be miserable the whole time, which Tristan can attest to. Uh, or I just look like I'm half asleep. So when my school switched to an early start time, um, I it was like my worst nightmare. I didn't yeah. think I was going to be able to do it. But as it turns out, this year I have really committed – well, starting last year, I've really committed to waking up early. Mm-hmm. And giving myself enough time so I'm not rushing out the door. I get to work early um, and I get settled in, do all my little things that I need to do before the kids get there. And it just makes my day a lot more successful. So um, I've actually gone from not a morning person to, hey, I can do hard things early in the morning. That's awesome. As it turns out. Yeah. I don't know that we've (laughs) talked about that before. That's really cool. Yeah. So what was it a mindset shift? Like, talk to me about what happened there. Did you just have to decide I can do this? Did you have to change your, Mm -hmm. like how, if someone else needed to do that, how would you coach them through it? Yeah. So I think it stemmed from, um, I would be, you know, rushing into work and on a couple of occasions, another staff member said, would you just smile? You don't look happy to be here. And I thought, wow, that's really sad. Like, yeah, I really love coming here to teach. I love doing this. Um, I don't want to be that person that looks miserable walking into work. And so for me, that was um, motivation to Mm -hmm. set my alarm earlier. Um, I started with like just 15 minutes earlier. I used to live further away. It's a lot nicer now that I only live six minutes from work. Um, Unfortunately, that means she lives six minutes from (laughs) my house as well. So she means fortunately is what she meant to say. She said a word slip Actually, there. it is pretty nice. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Um, and then also um, just seeing the difference in how it made my attitude throughout the day, um, my level of like tiredness was very different. Um, just having a routine in the morning and being able to do certain things uh, – made me feel more successful just to start Mm -hmm. out the day. Yeah. Uh, 
just as simple as like making a cup of coffee before anyone has spoken to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then also seeing, you know, other people coming into work late and how frustrated that made me or how Mm -hmm. it threw off the rest of our day. Yeah, I just decided this is something I need to do. Yeah. So, yeah, it just started with setting my alarm earlier. Uh, since I am a two, <laughs> it was highly motivating to me for other people not to have a bad perception yeah. of me in the workplace. To feel like you're happy to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah, it is a huge thing when people, when someone says something like that to you and you're like, oh, I'm not, like, you don't think of me as the person that I think of myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is fascinating. And um, really the only way to change that is consistency. Yeah. I was thinking about your your thought of like you felt like you were rushed on your way to work and I've I've tried hard to find all the places where I consistently feel rushed because I don't show up as my best self mm-hmm. when I'm rushed. I don't do it. Like I just I show up and I'm flustered. I my brain's kind of in six places at once, so on and so forth. But at this point for some reason Friday mornings just I get rushed. I've I get flustered. I leave I don't know if I leave too many things or if I overestimate what I can get done or what every time I go to the noon CrossFit class on Fridays I'm just like Mm. running and usually Becky is the one that suffers because we're either having meetings afterwards or like she's trying to have a conversation with me and I'm like I'm sorry I'm just still thinking about 47 things or like (laughs) yesterday we had to try to have a business meeting and I forgot to bring my laptop and like oops I just I'm consistently rushing from thing to thing and that's not someone that I want to be And so even just thinking about it yesterday, because of that, of, okay, how can I consistently not be that person, consistently be the person I want to be, who has time to think through things, who is showing up on time and not forgetting everything, Mm -hmm. not feeling like I can't focus on the people in front of me, and what do I need to do differently, consistently? Now, if that happens one Friday every two months or something, that's not a big deal. But it's literally happening every Friday. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, it's time to see the pattern in my life and say, consistently, I need to change this. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's it's so tough to see those patterns without someone speaking into it. Yeah. And I think it's really hard to break negative uh, behaviors. Yeah. Well, I don't think, I know. It is, <laughs> in fact. Yes. I know, it is a fact. And especially things that feel comfortable and easy because you've just always done it that way. Yeah. Um, when I think you know, teaching. I'm always relating everything back to teaching. Um, Weird, I know. (laughs) Strange. Um, It's Maybe you should think about going into teaching. Right? (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Sounds hard. (laughs) Um, (laughs) When I think about uh, students that I have with behaviors like throwing things or hitting, kicking, stuff like that, um, these are ways that they have been able to communicate and gotten Mm -hmm. attention in the past. So in their minds, yeah, in their minds, this is the only way that I can receive attention, even if it's negative, even if I'm getting in trouble. Those are the hardest behaviors to change because there's really no replacement for it that they feel like, oh, now I have your undivided attention just as much as when I'm throwing an iPad at your face. Um, So that totally makes sense to me that, you know, just feeling rushed every Friday. At least you're being consistent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, consistently carrying on something I don't want to do. (laughs) Well, which is hard. It's hard. That's another, like, one of the obstacles of consistency is you have to break a bad habit first Mm -hmm. before you can start a good habit. And that is, like, breaking habits is really challenging, which is why you want your habits to be positive, right? Because Mm -hmm. it is challenging to break a habit. But 
it, it's it's tough yeah. and you do need consistent reminders. So I definitely say accountability, mm-hmm. having someone to check in with you, um, setting reminders on your phone, having apps to remind you. Mm-hmm. Some of those are really helpful. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have alarm set on my phone to remind me to pray because honestly, I just would forget. I'd be like, oh, I'll pray for you. And then six months later, I'm like, oh, shoot, mm-hmm. had that job interview go six months ago. <laughs> whoops. My bad. It was terrible. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. <laughs> it's all your oh, fault. Whoops. Okay. Uh, could have helped with that sooner. So yeah, I think breaking the bad habits is part of learning consistency in the good habits, but it is so mm-hmm. challenging. Yeah. During the pandemic, you know, everyone was struggling with different things and it was just, uh, it as as our friend Shyla says, it was a weird time. It was a weird time to be alive. <laughs> it really was. Um, I think just not having the same routine and kind of like rules that I was used to having, uh, things just got out of control really quickly for me and I like didn't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's always just like a breaking point, whatever that might be for you. During that time, like right after we came out of it, Going back to the gym, it was realizing that I had gained a lot of weight Mm -hmm. and things just felt really hard. Yeah. And I was just sick of it. I was sick of not liking to look at pictures of myself. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, just deciding like, okay, I've had enough. Um, I would like to be healthy. I'd like to move. I'd like to be able to be active. Uh, One of my main motivations for doing CrossFit and going to the gym is to stay healthy for my students. It's a very physical job. Um, I don't ever want to be in a place where I'm like, Hey, I can't lift you and play with you because you know, I'm, I'm so out of shape. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I decided to do some research and I downloaded an app, uh, the first form app. Nice. (laughs) If you'd like to sponsor us, just let us know. (laughs) Um, and that was new for me because it was somebody that, was virtual, but like checking in, Hey, how is tracking your mm. macros going? They can see everything that I'm eating. Yeah. And I was like, Oh God. Oh, okay. <laughs> An audience. Cool. But do I have to log this dessert that I had? <laughs> hmm. Yes. This fourth bowl of ice cream. Maybe we could just pass it off as three and a half. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Um, and I think just the, at first I really hated it because you are supposed to take pictures mm. front, back and side, um, every week and weigh in. And I was like, hi, I don't want to look at pictures, yeah. but now um, being able to look back at the very first picture that I took is like insane to compare. And I think those slow changes over time, sometimes we don't see those things. Um, Mm -hmm. we don't see that the work that we've put in every day is actually doing something until, you know, you look at a picture or someone says to you, Hey, your face is looking very slim. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, is I it? hadn't noticed. I think yesterday I told you you were looking very svelte. Yes, svelte. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that app definitely helped me with that yeah. journey. Um, I think just deciding to commit to extra programming and having goals. Um, you guys talk about this all the time. Having goals is really important. Uh, saying Hey, I want to be able to walk on my hands. Mm. I don't know how that's functional in my life, but it's a cool party trick and I I want to do. I would like to do it. (laughs) Um, So being able to strive towards something, I think, was really important. I'm a list person. So like writing those things down is Mm -hmm. really helpful somewhere that I can look at it. Yeah, absolutely. It's really interesting. I'm thinking as you're talking, because 
for me as an outside observer, there were several moments when you said, okay, I'm done feeling like this, or I'm done looking like this. Like I, and at, as an observer, I, I never felt like, okay, Lauren, you need to be done. Like that, it, there was no judgment, mm-hmm. but from the outside of listening to you, there were several moments when you said, okay, I'm going to get it together. Mm-hmm. And it didn't happen. And then at some point it just clicked for you mm-hmm. and you did start consistently making it happen. And so I think there's something interesting to talk about there of supporting someone who's trying to make changes mm-hmm. of not giving up on them. I mean, not necessarily being like every time, yes, you're going to do this, but at the same time, like you never know when that one time is going to be that they actually commit to it and say, mm-hmm. yes, this is what I'm going to change. And this is going to be different. And I'm going to be consistent because you don't know what's going on inside their head. Like I didn't right. know what was in your side of your head that, that one time that was different than the three times before. Mm-hmm. And but it's um, but I want to be encouraging and supportive no matter what. And now, as I'm thinking about that, like that's so much harder if it's a thing that impacts your life. Like your weight does not impact my life in any way. Mm. You can weigh whatever you want. I don't care. It doesn't impact me. Mm-hmm. But behavior in a relationship does impact us. You know, like mm-hmm. if I was to say, Lauren, I need you to stop calling me. The word names that you've been calling me. <laughs> what names this, have I been calling this is you? Very <laughs> hypothetical. And you were like, "Okay, I'm going to stop." And then you did it again, and I got frustrated. And then you were like, "I'm going to stop." And then you did it again. You know, like mm-hmm. it, the fact that it impacts my life makes a difference. But me getting frustrated with you not following through doesn't really help the situation mm-hmm. because I need to be able to believe in you every time that you say you're going to change for you to change yeah but it's that that is just so complicated I don't know do Mm -hmm. you have thoughts on that yeah I mean you know there were a lot of other factors that went into like I don't know that there was like a ah from the heavens moment where it was like ah I'm gonna do this now and then the Lord spoke to me (laughs) and then the you shall eat kale Lord (laughs) (laughs) um but I think just like reflecting in total like you know, going to the doctor and realizing, wow, I have lots of visceral fat, mm. uh, which is really bad for you. Um, not really caring so much, like, how many pounds I weighed on the scale. Right. That didn't really matter to me. Um, just, like, my overall health, it was affecting my mental health. I mean, right. I, during the pandemic and after the pandemic, uh, pre-pandemic, <laughs> was starting to figure out, like, I was struggling with depression and anxiety. I have always been an anxious person. I knew this. Um, I just thought everyone was. Mm-hmm. Um, so trying out different medications, figuring out what worked for me. Um, I think it was just like, you know, a cocktail, not a very fun one, yeah. uh, of things that brought me to that decision. Uh, this is the most you've ever weighed in your life. Like, that's insane. Um, just I remember thinking – uh, uh, like before I started saying, you know, things like, okay, this is it. I, I need to change. Things need to be different. Like, I just don't care. I'm mm-hmm. going to eat whatever I want. Yeah. I don't need to go work out. Like who cares? Well, who's it for? You know? Yeah. So just like changing that whole attitude too. Yeah. Which does have a lot to do with your perception of yourself, self-esteem, mental health, blah, Absolutely. blah, blah. Um, but yeah, you do never know what's going on with someone. Um, 
and even like, you know, talking about encouraging people, not even like your good friends or, you know, your family or any like strangers too, mm-hmm. or not necessarily strangers. <laughs> well, I mean, you could. People on the street. <laughs> hey, you, Just you're looking good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, but keep it up. <laughs> but like, I'm thinking of people at the gym, you know, that I don't interact with every day. I know who they are. We talk, whatever. But even people like that coming up to me and saying something, not that I'm asking anyone to do this. I don't like having a lot of attention on uh-huh. myself. Um, but people coming up and saying, hey, I've really noticed your hard work is like, oh, okay yeah have I been working hard (laughs) (laughs) turns out I have um just it's nice to have people notice and be encouraging like keep it up you know you're I can see you're improving um I've even had people especially at work because I'm with those people every day uh say like your mood just seems a lot better like you just seem happier and stuff like that so it's nice to hear those things that's awesome that's very cool. You know who's really good at encouraging other people? I actually heard her do it today is uh, Tiffany Goen, who's been mm. on several episodes. She, I heard her do it with someone she, I think she had met the other person in class, but maybe not ever talked to her. Mm. And then this other person said something about like, I'm trying to do this. And Tiffany just immediately was like, oh yeah, you totally got it. Like, mm-hmm. here's what I did, but you do you. And I absolutely believe in you that you got this. Mm-hmm. And that feeling of certainty that someone communicates of like you can do this can make such a huge difference yeah and again it's complicated when it's someone it's a behavior that impacts your life yeah it's complicated but being that person especially for other people who aren't like if you if their behavior doesn't impact your life like definitely be that person Mm -hmm. because the people in their lives might not be able to be that person right and so I think it makes a huge difference. Yeah. And not everybody can be the Becky to everyone. Right. Like, <laughs> uh, Becky is, you know, one person that when she tells me that I can do things, I'm like, oh, I can. You know, yeah. if some Joe Schmo would say the same thing to me, I'd be like, go yeah. jump off a bridge. <laughs> like, <laughs> you have no idea what you're talking about. And I know that I've tried <laughs> encouraging. I'm not the best at it. Um, and I've gotten the same response. You know, when I say to a friend like, no, you really can do this. And again, it goes back to attitude yeah. and your self-esteem. Um, and if you're just really like, nope, I'm out. No, I really can't. Right. Yeah. I cannot. Then it's like there's not much else that somebody can say right. that's going to change that. Right. And that's a mentality shift that you have to enact yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there is that balance of like today's not the day for that. Mm-hmm. Like it's not always the day to be like, yes, I can do this. And mm-hmm. that's okay. Yeah. I think some of the times when you tell me, like, yeah, you can totally do it. I'm like, no, literally not today. Like, I literally cannot. And then I say, okay. Okay. <laughs> and then other days you're like, yeah, you got it. And I'm like, okay, all right, here we go. And it's just, you know, uh, we were talking at the gym yesterday, actually, about that, um, like, a third of the time, a third of the time you're at your peak in behaviors, and a mm. third of the time you're kind of moderate, you're, like, doing okay, and then a third of the time you're struggling. And that's okay if if that speaking of consistency if you're consistently like a third a third a third over your behaviors no matter what they are whether you're trying to make your bed every day whether you're trying to be a nicer person mm-hmm. whether whatever you're trying to do if you're able to stay in those quadrants not the quadrants thirdrints <laughs> what are they called if it's three a, a triple drench a- uh. Tri-jet? A tripod? <laughs> <laughs> if you're able to 
stay in the th- rule of thirds, <laughs> which is a video thing. Ah, now I'm all sorts of confused. Um, it, you will be consistent and you will consistently grow. Mm-hmm. So not feeling like every day has to be the day that you crush your goals oh, and yeah. just knock them out of the park. For sure. I mean, you're not going to be, there are days you're not going to do what you set out to do. Yeah. Um, in, oh gosh, now I can't even recall time. I've just forgotten all <laughs> sense of time. Now um, I'm the first to go. A year ago <laughs> when I started this yeah. journey. journey. <laughs> um, I was not tracking my food every day yeah. for sure. And now I've got, and it felt like a failure if I didn't. Mm. Um, and it kind of felt like, you know, that 28 day rule. If you don't do it for 28 days straight, it's not going to be a habit right. and you suck. Um, so being okay with now, like, okay, did I not track on Saturday? No. But does that mean that I start from square one? Absolutely right. not. Like just get back on it. You just said something about making your bed. That was one of the first things I started with, um, making a routine for myself, uh, during quarantine. I don't know. I read something like, oh, you should start a habit. Yeah. And it's a good way to start your day. Yeah. I don't know something, you know, scientisty right <laughs> scientisty uh-huh. i love that word i'm gonna keep that um so i thought okay i've never ever made my bed my mom could attest to this right i'm gonna start making my bed as yeah. an adult yeah <laughs> and i still do it every day and now it's just become like mm. almost just a reflex yeah like i don't i get up out of bed i throw the covers back whatever and then i move on with my day yeah so it feels weird if i don't you know I absolutely agree with you and everything you just said, but it is very funny to me because there are all these like things that come out about like, (laughs) it's almost conflicting information. It's like, if you have a great morning routine and you're very disciplined, you will get the most done and you will be successful. And then there are the things that come out that say that the more intelligent and hardworking you are, the messier you are Mm. and the least consistent and the more you swear. Like, oh. And I'm like, what? I don't. That's not me at all. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? So to a certain extent, there's conflicting information, which leads me to kind of my closing thought here. I, if you have anything else to throw in, great. But closing thought is like what works for you. Mm. And that's always our thought here at On The Rise Group. Like w- whether we're coaching you individually, whether we are writing, you know, workbooks or doing online trainings or whatever is what is going to work for you to get to success. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a large portion of like, who do you need to think of yourself as to be who you want to be? But you first have to dig into who do you want to be? What kind of person do you want to be? Do you want to be somebody who works out every day? No, that's fine. Yeah. No worries. Great. What do you want to be? Do you want to be somebody who reads a book every day? Do you want to be somebody who creates something every day? Do you want to spend no phone, no screen quality time with your kids every day? Like, what does that look like for you? Mm-hmm. And then how can we help you get there? Yeah. Do you want to win food eating contests? I exactly. mean, whatever you want to do. Or do you want to be the hot dog champion of <laughs> Kansas? Who, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Of Kansas. <laughs> I don't know. I just picked a place. <laughs> just Kansas. <laughs> but I don't think we do hot dog eating competitions in New York. I've never seen them. <gasps> What? Isn't Nathan's from New York? New York City, yeah. Oh. But like you don't chow, you don't just like gulp down Nathan's. Oh. That's rude. You like enjoy (laughs) it. Okay. I don't know. 
New Yorkers, let me know if you've ever done a hot dog <laughs> eating competition. <laughs> Shout it out for Please me. Please write in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Send me a letter. Here is my address. Um, all right. Any closing thoughts, Lauren? Um, I just think it's important to remember that um, you have to be patient. Mm-hmm. It takes time. Uh, like most things that you want to achieve, you're not going to see on a weight loss journey that you've lost all your weight in a day or two or a week or a month. Um, It's going to take time. It's going to take patience. You're not going to master a skill in one day. You're going to have days where you're really good at it and you're going to have days where you really (laughs) suck at it. So... I don't want to talk about handstand walking on the podcast anymore. I'm over That's exactly what I was thinking, though. It's like, (laughs) you always say like, okay, we're just going to end there on a win today. (laughs) Like, that was a good run. Let's just go home. (laughs) I took six steps. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) But just to be, give yourself a little grace. That's absolutely true. That, and like setting little goals along the way definitely helps. Yeah. Um, You know, if you're like, I want to, I want to read 10 books this year. Okay, well, let's break it down into does that mean you want to read one book this month? And then if you fall off track, it's okay a little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. like making it a smaller goal. Is that two chapters a day? Is it one chapter a week? What does that look like? Mm -hmm. And breaking down smaller goals. So you feel like you're hitting those or can catch up on those if you're not hitting them. Mm -hmm. Um, As opposed to having this big goal. And then in December you're like, Oh my gosh, I got to read 10 books between now and Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Whoops. Whoops. (laughs) Been there. Don't know. (laughs) Um, awesome. Well, Lauren, as per the usual, Ashley, we could talk about this for a while. Mm-hmm. We haven't even gotten into push up club. <gasps> I know. Push up club. It's time to start push up club again. Oh. Murph is coming, y'all. Mm. It's coming, whether you want it to or not. Um, but I just appreciate your perspective. And as a human, I appreciate your encouragement oh, for my you. goals along the way. I will continue to ask you about writing. <laughs> Thank you. I, yes, please do. <laughs> All right, Fox Breakers, it's been fun. We only have, I think, one more specific topic for this series, mm-hmm. and then we'll do a wrap-up episode with the Becky Ford. What? I know. <laughs> She'll be back <laughs> for a wrap-up episode. And so we will talk to you later. Peace out. Peace out.